How to gain 20 kilos of muscle by training four hours a week. Sounds like a trick, but I did trick you actually because I didn't give you a time horizon. I didn't tell you how long that took. So I want to ask you a question here. What would happen if you followed a structured strength training program for 10 years, four days a week? I would think you'd be in pretty good physical condition. I'd like to think if you gave it some effort. The issue would be here that most people can't stay consistent. They self-sabotage. I've seen this in the last 15 years as a coach, three and a half thousand clients in that time. People just self-sabotage themselves. But imagine if you didn't. At age 21, I was about 72 kilos, fucking tiny, super light, small. And now I'm 99. That is 27 kilos increase. How did I do it? I might not be as lean, but, you know, let's say that just for argument's sake, yeah, seven kilos, that is fat. I got a bit fatter. How did I do it? I trained in the gym, I slept well, and I ate plenty of protein. Honestly, nothing magic. But I'm going to go through some hacks and tips. If you're on a muscle gain journey, this could be for you. I've got about 10 things here, and I'll go through every one in detail. So you need to deload every 12, well, four to 12 weeks. Depends how you go. Deload is a fancy term for essentially just decreasing the volume that you lift. So, you know, if you're going week one, week two, week three, harder, 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 more volume, week three should be a deload in volume. Volume is, you know, sets times reps times weight. So the easiest way to do it is just do less sets, but more intense weight. So your intensity is still going up, but decreasing. What that does is that just signals to your body that, you know, cool, I'm having a little bit of a rest. This is the point where I can get quote unquote gains or super compensate and then you know get better if you keep just smashing it every single week eventually your body will take a deload for you and what that means is you just get injured you know you do a shoulder you'll do a knee you'll do a back you know you'll just overtrain you know there's a bunch of things that can go wrong here but you need to actively deload or your body will deload for you and your body deloading for you is not a good thing. You want to actively choose that. So every four to 12 weeks, depending on who and what is writing your program, there needs to be some kind of deload in there. For me, non-negotiable resting at least one day a week. So Sunday for me, usually Wednesday as well, depends on the training block I'm doing at the time. The whole point is here, it's like a psychological reset. I know some people that do train seven days a week and they just fuck around. Maybe they're bored or whatever. Like, I kind of don't get that. But you need to have days off. Otherwise, training just becomes one of those, like, boring, monotonous things. There has to be excitement around it as well. If there's no excitement around it, you end up just getting fucking off it and then you'll just lose your shit anyway. So take Sundays off, get away from the gym, go do something active, go for a walk, go for a hike, go for a run, spend some time with your loved ones. Don't go to the fucking gym seven days a week, okay? It's the dumbest thing you can do in terms of motivation as well. You will run out of steam. Next up, hit compound lifts is your A-series. A-series is the first exercise you do. Compound lifts is, you know, it's just so simple. They just activate the most musculature. Therefore, activating the most musculature equals most damage, equals most gains. If your first exercise is not a big compound lift, you've got a fucking shit program. You have to be doing big compound lifts. Any good strength coach or you know bodybuilding coach or anything, if they're any good, they will be doing compounds as their first exercises. If they're not, they're wasting their time. You could probably, like 80% of your gains comes from that first exercise. So even if you're just doing one session, like one exercise session a day, you could get 80% of your gains just by doing a compound lift as your A-series. Depends on the program, but... You know, honestly, like, you just have to do the simple shit here. 
Next up, protein at every meal. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, snacks, protein, protein, protein. Don't be a fucking vegan and go backwards with your results because eventually it will run out. I did see this morning 84% of vegans end up coming off the vegan diet just because the health deteriorates to such a great extent. That's fucking crazy. Like, don't even put yourself through that period of just attempting to do that. Like, when you know it's going to go bad. Eat protein every meal. Without protein, you cannot grow. You cannot build muscle. You cannot repair. You cannot become the best version of yourself. It has to be your priority in everything you do. Next up, bed and wake up time. For me, that's 9 p.m. is the latest. That is like, you know, wife, don't touch me. I'm not doing shit after that time. So if anything's going to happen, it's got to be before that time. And then wake up time is usually 4.30 or 5.30. My wake up time does depend on winter. So there is some research that says that you should be getting more sleep in winter due to the circadian rhythm. So you should be sleeping when it goes dark, waking up when it gets light. Obviously, there's about two hours to three hours less light in winter compared to summer. So, you know, should be sleeping a little bit more. Depends on your schedule, your time freedom, etc. But it has to be a bed and wake up time. It has to be consistent every night. I'm pretty regimented with this. Like people would invite me out for a social like dinner and I'll be like, nah, no fucking way. Like I'm not going to dinner at 7.30 p.m. because my bedtime's nine. Like it's just not going to work. So if I'm going out to dinner on a weekend, it's 5 p.m. That's a 5 p.m. dinner. Usually first booking is epic. I'm home by 7.30. Next up, we've got stretch or get stretched. This is a huge like first world thing, but I've been seeing a stretch therapist for a couple of weeks. Actually, probably about six weeks now. Game changing. I was getting massage before that, but massage, I just think, was making me more sore. Whereas stretching, I felt better from from a, like a performance point of view. So massage, pain, muscle damage. Stretching, I actually feel like my range of motion is improving. I find I have to warm up less in the morning when I'm getting ready for a session. I just turned 32, so like shit doesn't work as good as it did at 22. Usually my warm-ups take way longer, but I can kind of just get into it now. The kind of training I do is like a super total, so Olympic weightlifting and powerlifting, it's not the easiest form of training on your body, so you need to be quite prepared for it. But honestly, like if you can't, you know, you can't justify getting stretched every week, which is such a ridiculous thing for me to even say. Stretching weekly is key. I've just been doing 60 minutes once a week, and that's helped me considerably. Next up, supplementation where needed. I got some bloods. I've been getting bloods for a couple of years now. Anytime I'm deficient or something out, I'll see a functional medicine doctor. And that is to find out how to improve those blood markers so I'm running at optimal at all time. If your machine or your body isn't running at optimal, you're not going to be getting the same results or gains that you could be from your training. You're going to be tired, fatigued, weak, not gaining muscle, etc. You need to supplement where you need to. Next up, focus on your bigger why. And Simon Sinek, he says your why should make you cry. How to find your why is you ask yourself why five times. So it's the five whys. So why are you training? Write down the answer. Why are you doing that? Write down the answer. Why are you doing that? Write down the answer. Why are you doing that? And then why are you doing that? And then you'll get to your deeper why. Then once you've found your five whys, put it on your 
phone or your background. And then every morning when you wake up and you're about to go to the gym or afternoon, look at your why and it will give you motivation on why you should be training. Without a deeper why, it'll be hard to motivate yourself. A lot of people focus on like very superficial shit like, oh, I want to lose five kilos. I want to put 10K in my squat. I want to, you know, move better, whatever. They get shit goals and that's why they're unmotivated. And, you know, if you're training for someone else, as soon as that goes away, so does your training. Next up, meal delivery service is key, especially if you're a busy person like I am. We use Dynamic at the moment, D-I-N-E, Amic. They're like 12 bucks, meals covered, good macros, good cows, healthy, tasty, fresh, all the things, great. Meal delivery service is key. Like the opportunity cost of cooking for myself and wasting that time where I could be doing other things that are, you know, spending more time, especially if I don't like cooking. I'm not like a big cooking person. So for me, paying for a meal delivery service is a fucking no-brainer. Next up, we've got peptides. Peptides, I've used BPC, BPC-157, TB-500, and CJC. CJC is a um, growth hormone, you know, enhancer. Natural, you know, just ramps up what you've got naturally, but... I did see plenty of gains with that one, using that for muscle gain point of view. Still natty, bro, but, you know, helped with peptides. I used peptides the first time when I broke my wrist in five places. It helped me get back. I was bench pressing in six weeks after having five pins in my wrist from a broken wrist on a clean and jerk injury. But, you know, peptides have been key, keeping me going. And then lastly, train with people who lift you up and aren't full of toxicity. A training environment is key. Toxic people bring you down. Don't train with fucking idiots. It is the dumbest thing you can do for your gains because it will just make you not want to go to the gym. Gym should be full of happy play, happy people and it should be a happy place. That's why I kick all the cunts out of my gym because they're just cunts and they're shit to be around. They just have a shitty energy. What will go wrong? So six things here, seven things. You'll be distracted by friends or shiny object syndrome. Shiny object syndrome is like you're walking down the street and you see something shiny like, ooh, and you take your eye off the prize, okay? Don't be distracted. You need to focus on your why and your goals if you want to gain 20 kilos in the next however many years. Next up, program hopping. Number one cardinal sin of being in the gym is program hopping. Stick to one program, stick to it for a long period of time and get the results. Next, we've got boredom. Boredom is a made-up construct in your head. People say they're getting bored because they've got shiny object syndrome and they're just looking at stuff on Instagram. The gym is inherently boring, but you should be doing compound lifts over and over. I don't think it's boring to get stronger. I don't think it's boring to get results. What's boring is some people's state of mind. Next up, going too hard and getting injured. It's why usually I put percentages on any program that I write or I like to do because you generally don't go too hard. You just stick to your numbers. Those programs where it's like find a 3RM, 5RM, 10RM, whatever, I find I go way too hard. I just push myself too close to my limit and the injuries happen. Injuries happen when you get a sudden increase in training volume. Sudden increase in training volumes generally when you go too hard or push your intensity too much and your body won't handle it. Key. If you've got knee, back, shoulder injuries, you know, you feel like shit, you can't sleep, etc. It's probably a sign that you're going too hard in the gym. If you're a gym rat. If you're not a gym rat, you're just a lazy fuck, and that's why. 
My last two is the first one's party too much, do too many drugs. Been there, done that. It's the fastest way to get nowhere in the gym is do those two things. And then lastly is you, you won't have a strong enough why. If your why is to impress other people, it's going to fall away pretty quick when those other people leave. The reality is it's cool to jump around programs, but the basics work. You just need to stick to it. And lastly is the said principle. Said principle states that specific adaptations are from imposed demands. So, you know, in English, that means if you want to get better at something, do that one thing. If you want to get better at building muscle, do the thing that gets you to build muscle faster. And that is compound lifts. Compound lifts are the best thing you can do. Focus on that every single time you go to the gym and you will not lose. Find a place that's uplifting and motivating, not full of toxic cunts. Okay? That's why a lot of 24-7 suck. There's just fucking dickheads in there. Go to a gym that's cool, easy to train at, good vibes. Everyone's happy, nice. And that's how you'll get mad results. Like always, guys, if you've got any value from this podcast, let me know. It's a fun one.